everyone. Welcome to the Ladies of Kamikaze minicast, a shorter version of our podcast, where in each episode we tackle different aspects of popular culture, including gaming, comics, movies, and more. We talk about what works, what doesn't, and our vision for a more inclusive space for everyone. In this episode, we talk about all the different types of crushes and the characters that we have loved for all our years. On with the minicast! So, this go-round, we have a new friend joining us. I want to say hi, Caesar. Hi. <laughs> this is how we're starting. Yep. I'm bringing myself to this podcast. <laughs> is there anything you want to say to introduce yourself? Um, I'd like to remain anonymous, but I will throw out that I like men. I like fictional men. I like real men. Mm-hmm. Proud of it. And that's it. Excellent. I have a friend in the neighborhood of Tina. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very friendly. <laughs> so you are perfect for this podcast. Mm-hmm. So um, what we're talking about this go round is, because Valentine's Day is coming up, crushes. All kinds of crushes. So we're not just talking romance. We're talking brain crushes and friend crushes and all this whole spectrum of the feelings that we get when there's a character in fandom that we love just so much that they sort of last an impression on us like forever since our early days. And I think early days is probably a great place to start. So also joining us is Elise, my sister. Hello. Hey. So we have sister cast. (laughs) So Elise and Caesar, let's start with your early day crushes. Well, as we were talking about doing this podcast together and started talking about like, okay, so who are your fictional crushes? We both realized that we had the same like early on comic book crush, which for me was probably around 14. And the first comics that I read were X-Men crush, uh, X-Men comics, which led to my first crush, which was Gambit. And I think Caesar and you. And I think we're only like a couple years apart. Yeah. And. You know, boys going through the tender age of 11, 12 uh, (laughs) start to discover feelings about themselves. And, uh, you know, Gambit definitely made me feel some. And I don't even know why. Yeah. When I think back on it, I'm like, what was it? I mean, clearly, like, as we thought about our fictional crushes, I mean, I've got a type and he is like patient zero of that type. But (laughs) he's good, but he likes to be bad. I mean, come on. I know, but he, like, tries so hard to be good, and he, like, keeps trying, and he's, like, kind of a mess, but he tries. I mean, for me, I was introduced to him not through the comics, but through the 90s cartoons. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was really hoping you were going to get there. Yeah, no, like, that Mon Ami. That voice actor. I was like, ooh, girl, I don't know where you're from, but yes, the answer is yes. I don't know where you're from. He talks about it all the time. Well... Again, I was born and raised in Lawrence, Mass. We don't know anything outside of Lawrence, Mass. I don't know what the South was at the time, what the bayou was or whatever they call it, but whatever. Yes, it's the bayou. The bayou. Uh, where, where is he it's from? A, it's a state called Louisiana. Yeah, no. oh, where no. is he from? He's Cajun. <laughs> like the spice. That's all I know. That doesn't mean anything to me. Oh, no. Well, well yes. Know, his, out, his outfit's pretty on point. Like, I don't know what it is about, like, that corset top. I know. Top with it's the true. Trench coat. Like, it shouldn't work, yeah, but, but it, does. It, does. it does. And then you kind of have, like, a trench coat thing for the rest of your life. And at, the, at a single touch, you make things blow up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Figure it out. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not going to think more on that. <laughs> 
I guess I'm the only one who thinks he's kind of goofy. Yeah, yes. I don't I have no idea how why he's goofy. There's there's really nothing goofy about him. He's the cool kid of the X Men. He is the cool kid of the X Men. Really? I think. Who else would it be? It's not going to be Beast. It's not Cyclops. It's definitely not, not Cyclops. It's not Wolverine. He's the. That's a different. That's like a different thing. I feel like that's a different genre of tough guy. Yeah. Okay. Like, the ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, fair enough. So before we move on to sort of our next one, any other last things about Gambit? How do you feel about him now? I like the eyes. The eyes. No, I I wouldn't appreciate them at night because glowing red eyes in the middle of the night, probably not cool. Yeah, yeah. But throughout the day, I'm cool with it. I mean, that's the thing I feel like about my fictional crushes, like all of them, I feel like are way better in the fictional world and then in like real life I would be like you're annoying get out of here I, I definitely kind of realized that my fictional crushes very much belong in the fictional world for me yeah. and that in real life is absolutely not a thing I'd want to deal with yeah. well, so in other words like your romantic partners in real life do not reflect uh no okay the goog is like the nicest <laughs> who's the goog that's the people who are listening oh that's Dan. That's my husband. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone stop the podcast and explain what a goog yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, at least let's explore your type a little bit more. So Gambit might have been like an earlier one. As you got older, did you find that your tastes change? Uh, yeah, not 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 really actually. Because now that I like look at my list here, I'm like, and then from Gambit, I feel like I moved to Buffy. And my crush of choice in Buffy was Spike. And as I sit here, I'm like, oh my god, really? That Seriously, bleached me? hair, girl. That bleached trench coat, trench coat. accent. The gel. The gel. Oh my, oh my gosh, Elise. It's really, it's yeah. I clearly had a type. You have a type. Yeah, yeah. Well, in terms of fictional characters. Yeah, I mean, it's it, like I, I, I do branch off from there, but I from my teens to like my twenties, which was around the was which was Buffy time for me. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was 100% a Spike girl. I found Angel to be kind of, like, whiny and annoying. Yeah. You, I mean, yeah, I mean now I, I probably want an Angel, but at the time I think it was Spike. Mm-hmm. He's way more fun. Yeah, I mean, he's, like, out of the box. Like, I was going to say, like, Angel is, like, you know, missionary, and then <laughs> Spike <laughs> is everything outside the box. Like, you know, this is our missionary spiky. is cute for, like, a minute. <laughs> but then, like, let's... let's Explore other things. Yeah. Other things, yeah. So then, Caesar, would you say that over time, like, so Gambit was one of your earlier ones, Mm -hmm. um, sort of, did it stay with characters like Gambit for a while? Yeah, I mean, I I just finished House of X, Powers of X, and and Gambit is now, I think, in the Marauders or one of the new branch-offs, and he's still as sexy as ever. I'm like, I'm I'm feeling it. See, and I haven't read X Men in a while, so maybe I'll have to go back and like take a they look. Know how to draw. And see oh, how I, see how I feel. actually brought uh, show and tells. I brought a current picture. Oh like, yeah, okay, it's the same. Like he does kind of look, look the same, eyes. but it's still kind of I don't know. It works. Yeah, it works. I mean, come on, look at those abs. I mean, every X Men character has abs, so let's just scratch that. But, but those like, abs, like he has <laughs> fancy hair. Maybe that's what it is. His hair is too fancy. Maybe. So what you guys can't see is that I'm just 
sitting here shaking my You're head like, like no. But <laughs> but to be fair to both Elise and Caesar, I have always I mentioned earlier that Elise is my sister because this is gonna come up in our conversation, is that Elise and I have always sort of gone for the opposites, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So like I don't Oh gosh, an X-Men crush? I don't really know. But if we're talking about Buffy, like, I was all about Angel. Angel because yeah. there's nothing that gets me more than, like, a guy who's trying to do the right thing and is the yeah. nice guy. But Spike tried to do the right thing, too. It's just... Not he's... till later. And not till he was forced to do it because he had a microchip in his head. I know. That's what makes it funny. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought he gave away, like, he got his soul he back. He does, but, well, he gets his soul, he gets his soul back yeah. because, because he wants to try to be better. Right. So, okay, so we're talking Angel and Spike. What about on True, True Blood? Because it was definitely, oh, what's his name? Oh, 100% um, Eric. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh my god, Vampire Bill's the boringest, mm. and Eric oh is the best. He's like and... a house dad. Like, he really acts like a house dad. Yeah. The entire thing. Oh, like, so yeah. Obviously, I would probably have gone, I don't, I don't watch, I've never watched True Blood, but oh, it sounds like Oh, it's the, the, tra- it's the trashiest. Yeah. And I kind of liked Alcide as well, the werewolf, Jabanganello. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, he was, yeah, I liked him too. It's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> no, well, he was just like a, the... He was no. what, complex. How do you describe him? Sure, complex. Yeah, well, sure. <laughs> interesting. But, he was interesting. But he also kind of like he tried, and that's like a thing. That's also a, a thing. Like, like he, like he tried. The disappointment in your voice when you said complex, Caesar. Like, I'm like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, the things like with people like him and who's the guy that plays Aquaman? Jason Momoa. Yeah, they are so far beyond my league. I can't be sexually attracted to them because because it's like too good. Even in the fake world, I would never like cut it with them. Like, <laughs> you I can make even, myself whoever I want. I still you would not. Can't even extend no, your fantasy no, I brain. Can't. Oh come They've on! They've never made it into a dream ever, <laughs> ever. My brain's just like yeah, right. Like, <laughs> oh, no, please, no. please. Yeah. So, so then, since we've talked about sort of like young and old, is there one that's sort of like your most enduring, like forever that you've like loved for a really long time? No, not me. I know I'm I very think changeable. Things fades, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fades. Really? Yeah. No, no, like ride or die character. I don't think so because like. I change, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, interesting. And so, what is appe- what is appealing to you as you age? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. my current, and I actually thought this was kind of interesting. Like current fictional crush would be from Supernatural would be Dean Winchester, who pretty much also fits the the profile of like kind of a bad boy, but like heart of gold, like trying to do good, like trying to be the best that he can, like pretty much a mess. But he's also, I think, even character-wise, pretty much around the same age as me. So to watch a character, like, kind of hit the same things that you do later in life, like, kind of, you know, he's starting to think about, like, he's getting older, his back hurts, his knees hurt. like, like, I relate. Right. (laughs) And you're like, you're like, yeah, all right, this is like an age-appropriate crush. And it feels more, so, so I think as you change, like, where you're, for me, at least, where my crushes go, mm-hmm. where my fictional crushes go, change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, I was obsessed with Hugh Jackman for, like, a hot decade. Mm-hmm. Hot mm-hmm. decade. And then it's like, now I look at him like, mm, that was cute back in the day. <laughs> he's aging well, and I'm glad he takes care of himself. But, I don't know, Chris Evans took the Marvel spot, so I'm like... Mm. Like Hugh Jackman or, like, Wolverine? 
Now Hugh Jackman as well, his version of Wolverine. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah, it cannot be denied. Yeah, like, when they first show him, like in the first movie, and he's busting in that, out like, of the, the, the bat, bat of goo and wires. That were, mm-hmm. I'm also thinking of the scene where they. A little butt cleavage. <laughs> <laughs> For me, too, it was also that scene where, like, um, they're, like, up in Alaska and he's fighting some guy in, like, a cage match. And there's oh, this yeah. shot. Yeah, there's the this shot one. that yeah, yeah. shows his back, mm-hmm. and you're like, like I I do, it doesn't matter what the rest of you he is looks like. like. Don't turn around. <laughs> hey Wolverine. Right. Hey Wolverine. <laughs> and because I like to, even though as the host, I have to find some way to participate. You mentioned Chris Evans earlier. If I were to talk about like a character that I have been like madly in love with for years now, it would be Captain America. Mm-hmm. Or should I say? Captain America in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I always have to say, I'm always like, Chris Evans is a, I'm sure you're a real nice guy. Sure you're... you're it well, doesn't you know. matter. It's like, exactly. <laughs> like, I am madly in love with this character. Yeah, and I think you and I are like, mm, meh, but he's hot. Right, right. I think we can both acknowledge, like, totally nice to look at, but in terms of, like, he's just a little too lawful good for me. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah, no. no. Like... Oh, baby, you show me that strong moral compass and I just can't get enough. Like, I just love your justice? Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, baby. I'm like, where are you morally ambiguous? That's for me. Between the sheets. <laughs> Which we never find out. Morally because, ambiguous uh, on the streets and, and the, the sheets. sheets. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. He's complex. <laughs> That's funny, like, and I have the opposite feeling about the Marvel uni- the Marvel Cinematic Universe, because mm-hmm. a character that I, like, love in the comics is the Hawkeye that's in the, mm-hmm. in the Matt Fraction run. Mm-hmm. Like, again, complete and utter mess, but, like, trying to do good. Also has that, like, roguish, like, criminal background. And in the movie, just killed it for me. Like, just was, like, gross just kind of like took the character made flat. him more like so flat. right paramilitary flat. and fam- like with a family and a wife and kids where I'm like no where is the hawkeye that owns a crappy building in Brooklyn has a brother who's like even more of a mess than him and a one-eyed dog like that's mm-hmm. the hawkeye I want I don't want the the cinematic universe yeah the cinematic universe hawkeye that you made like basically a parallel for like the military and like be you know your family and this what about secret Ronin? like how about, how, how about uh mohawk hawkeye you know what that's even <laughs> ronin which like technically when he becomes ronin and you're like oh now you're morally ambiguous that should kind of ping something but i was just like, like too late for that. <sighs> no mm. it just no i mean i would love them to just completely scrap reboot that character i mean i know that they're gonna have the disney plus show with both Hawkeyes with Clint and Kate. Although I think that might be like on hold definitely mm. indefinitely right now. And so that's I'm, what I heard. Yeah. And so I'm kind of hoping maybe they'll just like recast it and like start over and kind of go in the direction that the, the fraction comic did since it was just so, such a good run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we've talked about um, like romantic crushes, but were there any other kind of crushes that you guys sort of like, we came to mind when we were talking about all the different types of sort of love that you can have for these fictional characters. Like brain crush. Brain crush, friend crush. Like, here's a good example. The recent um, Star Wars movie made me realize just like how madly in love I am with Princess Leia. 
and like her whole story and her trajectory like I cried every time she was on scene <laughs> like I love her to the point of distraction like you want to be BFFs forever exactly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes or like yeah I want her to be my mentor so bad mm-hmm. <laughs> I think maybe in terms of a brain crush I really really loved the BBC Sherlock Ooh. and I loved Benedict Cumberbatch's sort of depiction of Sherlock again total mess but like so brilliant and like just the way they show his brain working it was kind of like oh my god I wish that I could like align my brain like that so that was maybe like kind of a brain crush Mm -hmm. yeah I'm I'm tap dry when it comes to brain because I could care less about the brain (laughs) but I but I can say that uh Bradley Cooper in that Limitless movie, whatever, I'll throw that out there. He became super smart because he did, what do you get, like drugs or something? Like I don't think I've ever seen this yeah. movie. Yeah, is this movie? It? It's a Bradley Cooper movie. You haven't seen it? Uh-uh. I think it's called Limitless because they made a show out of it. But I'm pretty sure he either is struck by something or he drinks something that makes his brain like open up and he does like the multiplication equations in the air and stuff and Oh yeah, yeah, so you and... should watch Sherlock then because you would like that. There's a lot of that kind of visual... Yeah literal illustration of how his brain, brain works actually, and yeah. like yeah, yeah yeah it's really fun you will like it maybe so maybe. apparently i'm lazy and don't care about brains so i'm just putting that out there <laughs> fair enough and on that note actually we're right about at the end of our time so unless either of you have any sort of last minute things that you were dying to talk about and you want to throw out there right now nothing no oh, i do Mm, what's, what's going on, Caesar? That, that's basically every single male lead character in the Vampire Diaries. I brought a picture of why I'm in love with all of them. Every single one? All wow. Because they all fit a certain type of guy. Like, who's this guy right here? We got Tyler Lockwood, who's like the jock, right? Like the typical like football lead character. Like, sometimes I want the sports jock. Then we have Stefan Salvatore, who's the kind of the dean. What do you call it? What's the, the like slip guy from the 70s, 60s? Like a greaser? Like a greaser? Yeah, yeah, like something move for that. Um, and then you have Dan Salvatore, Ian Somaholder, hello. Yeah, he, he should play Gambit. Yeah. He if he played Gambit I'm on board with that I actually. Would die. I think I I like that idea. Mm-hmm. I like that casting. Ian, if you're listening, I love you. Um and then we have Jeremy Gilbert. He was the boy next door type. I like the boy next door occasionally. Sorry for those who haven't watched the Vampire Diaries. I know you're sitting here going through every saying, Vampire though, like, Diary and yet. You, you get the won't spectrum of men you need. Do you know yeah. what I love about this is that he's presenting it like a wine menu. I know. Yeah. It's like, so if you're in the mood tonight, we have a fine body red. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, they're all delicious in their own ways. Alaric. Ugh. He's like the professor type, the professor hot. You're right. also Because he's right. a teacher in the show, but he obviously doesn't look like one. But yeah, my final words. <laughs> it's like, that's all I got. <laughs> I think that is uh, on a, on a note, the C that I think I think that 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 just goes to show like the CW like actually really knows how to cast Some like right like how do All you flavors. like yeah like to how to like click See? those things in in the in the brain sure the entire spectrum of like crush archetypes kind yeah of maybe they got it maybe down. they got it down they got, got it in the originals they got it in Supernatural they got mm-hmm. it in Buffy well it used to be Warner Brothers WB back all in the, the day. all the um. All the DC shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, on, on that note, we encourage everyone to go and spend some time this Valentine's Day um, with your favorite uh, fictional character crush. So thanks for listening, everyone. Have a good night.
Hi everyone, Valerie here, and on behalf of all of the ladies of Kamikaze, we'd like to thank you for listening to our podcast. If you like what you heard and you're interested in checking out more of our content, you can visit us online at ladiesofkamikaze.com. There you can read our blog, sign up for our newsletter, and if you're in the Boston area, learn how you can join us for our various events, including LadiesCon. Oh, and don't forget to follow us on your favorite social media platform. Thanks again, and hope you join us next time.